You're listening to the shorter, digest version of the Hutton Orbital Radio Show, with the Hutton News, the Hot Pit Bit, Commander Flossie and her community goals, Galnet Digest and Buck Naked's Top Trucker. If you want the discussion section and the green room, there's also a longer version of this podcast available. Whichever you choose, do enjoy the show. Good evening, good evening, good evening, you mad, 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 crazy truckers. From the studio here at the orbital, just that point zero one light years closer than it was a couple of months ago. It's a bit warmer here too. We have a huge new shipment of mugs to give out this evening, as well as assorted other prizes. But before we can do any of that... I suppose I'd better pick my ass up from the naughty step. He's on it because of his behaviour at the party last week. I swear he's been taking lessons from Cecil. By the way, has anyone seen Cecil recently? No, but we are joined by a special guest presenter, Mr Bill Dong. Ding. My name's Ding. Uh, Sorry, must be my handwriting. Well, make sure you don't crash the bong, Dong. Uh, Sorry, Ding. Ding? Well, luckily, we haven't seen Cecil, which means Lael's ever not as grumpy as she normally is, or a load more grumpy. So, on with the headlines. Cannon dusty as they pick up all the trash. Hudden going for gold goes gold as Piñata thoroughly whacked. Salt harvesters complain of too much salt. Blocks of it. Investigation opened as Voyager veers off course. Atrus 5060's got his eagle eye on the Thargoids. Lose back from the doghouse. Norma's a very forgiving soul and as always is here with her golden goals. First tonight, though, speculation has been rife at Canon HQ as the Gnosis boffins open up a case on file on Van Manen Star, the star home of the Mad Monks and under the custodianship of the Hutton, by the way of uh, Team Hotbox, is suspected of harbouring the mysterious Raxler. Hutton's team making a short hop over to the megaship have been at pains to ask Canon not to investigate Van Manen too closely as the last investigative team led by one Rex Bottoms uncovered some unsavoury truths about the history of the system. A number of tinfoil eating, biscuit wearing boffins have been convinced after a chat at the bar during the Galactic Interns leaving do and more than a few indie bourbons that the system has a dark station within its boundaries, potentially home to the long-searched-for Raxler. We haven't the heart to tell them that the only thing that the, op- the opening old tombs there would achieve is an offer to give me all your trash, shortly followed by a painful death. For further research, we recommend that pilots find the reference books entitled Escape Velocity in the Hutton Library. Alvin has been chasing his tail with joy today as confirmation finally came through that his efforts to cure the galaxy's limpet problem have met with marginal success. Hutton have been confirmed, as we expected, as the galaxy's top truckers and over 70 billion credits of trade have been pushed through nearby systems in the last seven days, flogging the dead horse of Commander Yamix into second place and proving once and for all that there's no mountain too high for a trucker to climb. With Void Opal still inexplicably this year's must-have, Commander's recruitment for everything from belt buckles to bedroom decoration and even, when powdered, claimed to have a profound effect on the potency of your love life. Over 50 truckers took it upon themselves to dive into deep corn mining and bring back these little gems of wonder. 
Space Madness took hold, as commanders including Funky Abigail, Suavis, Asylum and Dixie Normus, as well as a number of the administration and radio team cracked rock after rock and launched limpets at lumps of lovely rock and rocked the lumps until the rocks were docked. We can confirm that many limpets expired during this exercise. On average, one limpet for every two tons of material. And the limpets workers union have been in touch, threatening to strike over pay and conditions. Most notably that they don't get any, and they're terrible. Harden's chief negotiator has been sent in with a clear mission to ensure that the little pocket rockets stop it, and convince everyone that this yearly cull is good for the population, thinning out the weakest of them and improving the breeding stock. In the meantime, the Hutt Mining Corporation has temporarily suspended activities and is suggesting that everyone drops the dead donkey and goes and does something else entirely. For a bit. Maybe something peaceful like defending humanity from Thargoids, or exploring, or just simply going to bed for a week. The rest of the commanders taking part are now proudly polishing their emitters and showing their shiny to anyone that's interested. And plenty of people that aren't. Good job, truckers. The galaxy's non-salty pilots gave a galactic facepalm this week when the saltier individuals logged a formal complaint via the Pilots' Federation regarding no one wanting to talk to them. This complaint stated that pilots throughout the galaxy were taking a note of their notoriety and then taking the rather sensible steps of rigging their ship systems to cut out all the salt. The dastardly do-wrongs appear to be more than a little offended that pilots A. know who they are, B. read those silly PSA announcements on the Galboard forums, and of course C. take a decision that these aren't the sorts of people we want to be hanging around with as mum told me they were a bad sort and would get me into trouble. Hoisted by their own petard? Possibly. All we can say here at Hutton is that we can't condone any violence that's not pre-planned, authorised by all parties involved, and indeed the kind that people do willingly and for fun, usually involving hotbox and distant probes. On that subject, we have a report coming in. Uh, it comes from the desk of Amir Harkness of One Van Marlin Star, and it is from the incident location was at Sol. The type of incident was property damage, damage to an ancient artifact, and obviously, I think we all saw this one coming, it has the underscored headline of Hotbox. It's been a while since the last incident report. Nana chairs, also soft blankies and decaf coffee have kept them docile for a while, but last week the intrepid gang of misfits, madmen and ne'er-do-wells set off to the far-flung reaches of, um, well, well Sol. Their mission to boldly go to the next star system over from Alpha Centauri and find three ancient artifacts and very delicate probes which were launched from Earth over 1300 years ago. What could possibly go wrong? Well, I'll tell you. We went to New Horizons first as it was the closest. We got it scanned without any problems and everyone squeezed in for a selfie. The thing is that some of our ships are pretty big and it's pretty small and there isn't much room to move when everyone squeezes in like that. So it took a few love taps and a pretty sure some bits broke off but they wouldn't be anything important just an odd antenna and stuff Voyager 2 was next and everyone seemed to be behaving so as multi-crew member I took the opportunity to nip off and have a bath I've never used the facilities on a clipper before and they were very nice by the time I came back we were well on our way to Voyager 1 it was suspiciously quiet so I asked if everything was okay and everyone agreed that it was and that I hadn't missed anything at all which I totally believe I didn't have time to get changed before we dropped into the oldest of the three probes, so decided that Towel Chic was absolutely appropriate for the occasion. I was sitting on the bridge with Wraith Bobby B doing my toenails when we arrived. It was all very familiar, there were anacondas squeezing in for a better look at the gold disc, no one could see for the glare off Revelo's gold chieftain, and there was a lot of squabbling on the comms. And then it happened. There was a flare of thruster exhaust, a roar of boosters, and a... Ship will not which will not be named unless you get me a McStiffy with all of those little sprinkle things on it. Shot forward directly into the dish of the little satellite. It went spinning off into the darkness, moving erratically, and at a speed it had never achieved in over a thousand years of space travel. We were also overcome with shock at this and uh, at the damage done to Commander Rampage's Orange Anaconda Halfords Edition that we forgot to track Voyager. We didn't want to hang about. After that, so we used the 
the, we use pink unicorn rainbow parcel tape to stick a hollow projector onto it an old mag boot and dump it where Voyager was supposed to be so it was close enough we hightailed it out of there and have no real idea of where Voyager is now research into the historical archive suggested it may run into a Guardian AI be repaired, upgraded and sent back to look for the creator so if a big flashy lightning cloud in space appears and heads for Earth and then the following information is important it will be called Voyager Vija, and one of you has to pretend to be the creator, some guy called Carl Sagan or something. I really am sorry, this one is pretty bad, and I'm thinking of turning round and going back to Beagle Point for a bit. Anyway, happy National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Mia Harkness, Apology Officer, Team Hotbox. Sorry again. Good evening, truckers. HS5060 reporting in this week with the latest from Canon Research and all things Thargoids. Last week we reported that the Thargoids were attacking Asterope, Merope, all the ropes, HIP, positive, 9141, Bulge, HIP, positive, 21167, Kikink, Madras and Plady Sector, HR-WD1-42. Well... Humanity can rest a little easier knowing that we successfully pushed them back in all systems. Congratulations to all who helped defend humanity, who weren't too busy blowing up the next great state to humanity. Those pesky ice asteroids. <sighs> this week, Eagle Eye is experiencing some latency issues, however it is revealing the Thargoids' new targets. So far, the Boffins have discoded the following targets to be Plady Sector KC-3C2-4, HIP 23395, Ariatia, Kareko, Palanti and CE Bootis. Plady Sector KC-3C2-4 is home to Urt Orbital, a refinery station that has been crucial in Operation IDA station repair efforts. It is critical that this station is saved to maintain their supply lines. Your mission this week, truckers, should you choose to accept it, will be to defend Plady Sector KCV T2-4 and HIP 23395, Ariatia, Palanti, Carico and CE Bootis. Right, did you get all that? Right, write it down. Good luck out there. Remember, for the mug... For a change, we're going to start off with the bit where we want those of you who get a kick out of being naughty, but are scared of Albin's teeth, to be useful little truckers and work against Hutton. Wolf124, LP254-10 and LHS340 are all a bit high influence-wise, so if one of you could pop into LHS340 and run a mission against us, Probably someone who likes 20th century soap operas, so you can help LHS 340 Dynasty out would be good. The rest of you can split your actions between the autocracy of LP245-10, because with a name like that they need all the help they can get, and League of Wolf 124 Liberty Party, because they sound like quite a fun bunch to hang around with. For the regular truckers who want to be useful and see Elvin's tail wagging, there are a couple of things on the menu. Naughty pilots die, if you're Alvin, for example. If you're not, and you have the permit, you can hunt down some pesky pirates who have decided to ransack the churches of the Mad Monks. I know they're our position, but they're still better than the dastardly Don, so we want the pirates out, and we can decide how we want the monks to repay us later. If you aren't a fan of the Pew Pews, the election in Epsilon Eridani, otherwise known as the E-Election, is all but over but could still do with some trucking love. Finally, for those of you who like taking part in big battles, we have a war in piss flaps. The flu! I've told you about that! Sorry dear. Um, <clears throat> a war in PSPF-LF2. really hate saying that. That we're currently only just ahead in. So man those combat ships and kick someone in the flaps. As usual, Colonia are copying the bubble and have arranged an election of their own, although they got a little bit carried away and wound up with two. 
If you're out that way, then the priority is winning the mission at home in Eol Procol Centauri, and that means no combat actions, of course, just missions, passengers and trade. If you have time after that, you can also help win the second election in Tyr, which will be a nice victory, having been hanging out there for a while. The same rules apply, of course, only nice actions. So if you get the urge for shooting things, then the Riso is the place to do it and also the place to hand it in. That's all from me. Now over to the most gorgeous Norma Snockers I've ever seen. Normally, obviously. Right, uh, Dr. Roy Casimir of the Holloway Bioscience Institute has announced a research centre focusing on new life forms discovered by the galactic community and has requested various commodities as well as exploration data. More details later. Hutton Orbital. The best years of your life are 100,000 light seconds behind you. We haven't had a discussion yet about what or how many. Well, we do have. We know how many we're going to be giving away. Yes. Um, and for what activities and of what variety? Because there are a variety of different prizes available this week. Because of course, fact, if you're yeah, well, Ooh, the, go on then. The other fact that around, around the side of this is we have picked a set amount, but. Uh, what we don't know and what we can't see is people who deserve special recognition who have been involved in the last week and have been crucial to helping you out there achieve these goals. And if you have someone's name that jumps to mind that requires that special recognition, we need to know so that we can expand the prize pot and uh, make sure that they are suitably taken care of. So if there was someone in particular that was absolutely critical to you achieving uh, your part of whatever you were involved in this last week as we'll go in through the next lot of uh, amazing activities then please do drop us an email just letting us know um, who and why and so that we can take plans and, and see how we can send them a special hut and thank you that's what we do and, and this was a very impromptu event it was kind of out of nowhere and then well it's it's funny like that isn't it because in previous years we've organized a new year kind of thing well, yeah, or we did yeah, we, you Christmas, know. the 12 days of Christmas we did last year. We've done and convoys we, and, yeah. Yeah, we neglected to do that this year, didn't we? And then one popped out of the woodwork all on its own. Yes. You know, it just sort of arrived all on its own. It's like the galaxy understands hut and trucking. It's, it's quite, yeah, it's quite uncanny, Um but if you if you were involved or you happen to see the Facebook messages going frantic, um, then you'll have realised that certain members of the trucker uh, group were were just thinking along the lines of, you oh, know, we we could probably make some leeway on on second place in this going for gold squadron trade goal. Um, I reckon we could maybe just yeah, I think we could get second. Well, I think we 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 blame. Um um, Snuggles McKeague for that one. Yeah, because that, that's what started it. Then people just, yep. you know, started mining, trading, um, selling stuff. Of course, we had the, the Willy repair station going on as well, so we had tons of cargo shipping there. And the numbers started to turn like the numbers on my blood pressure meter. And <laughs> <laughs> spinning and yeah, well, spinning they, they, and no, spinning. No, it started... To, to be fair, obviously Hutton, up to the last week, had just been doing their own thing. We, ha we hadn't actually been actively trying to do any tables. Obviously the political table, you know, we don't want to go into expansion. We don't want our systems too high. So, of course, there's no point doing loads for Hutton because we don't want expansion. So that one, we were, were bimbling along there at sort of 5th and 7th. And then CQC, I don't think... Well, I think I did a couple, and we're bimbling along there about 40th or 50th, and then maybe 70th, and you have one more game, and you go back up to 40th. Um, and then, of course, the anti-Zeno thing, we were doing all right. Yep. And the exploration thing, we were doing all right, but then, of course, everybody went off in Distant Worlds 2, and because they were near stations on the first couple of hops, they were dropping their stuff off and kicked everybody into touch. Um, and but But... Then, yeah, Snuggles McKeague did say to us, do you know, trade, we're in third. We were, well, surprising. 
we're hunting truckers what we're doing in third in trade and we'd had 75 billion credits of trade already just doing your day-to-day activities and then we were third and then the second place was about i don't know 10 billion ahead of us and yeah. then the first place was at 115 billion that's a, the dead horse the yamix is yeah. true who, of course, early on, and they'd hit this really early on, because back when the abrasion blasters, the Super Hutton Free Anaconda abrasion blasters, were giving out five chunks each, obviously they'd hit it hard to become billionaires, the loss of them, and they'd hit those kind of high numbers really, really early on in the month before the abrasion blaster, which we reported in the news, was it last week, week before? It was last um, week, yeah. Got the replicator, yes. Somebody took the replicators out and um, stopped that happening. And they, they sort of carried on rising a little bit, but not quite at the stratospheric levels as before. And that um, was only, you know, 30, 40, 40 billion more than us, I think, at the time. Yeah. And yes, really. Snuggles McKeague said, I reckon we could have that. And then it all went pear-shaped. <laughs> well, uh, void opal-shaped. What shape is a void opal? Well, sort of opal shape, aren't they? Sort of oval opals. I mean, the, the name sort of lends its. I don't know. It depends if they've been polished yet or not. I don't, yeah, I don't know what shape. I, we need to, we need to work that one out. I mean, yeah, they could be oval, but then wouldn't they be called void ovals? Yeah, but I think there's a, a, a licensing something to do with I don't know sweets or something. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're, they're made to make mouth water. Yes, well, they certainly made wallets water. That is for sure. Eyes water. Um, and yeah, with tiredness. Um, now, I happen to know because I got involved and went out there and then I learned the ropes of how to mine void opals. Thank you to Vanti On and for, I uh, can't remember who it was, on the Lave radio show that helped me find the right ones. I then winged up with uh, Dave for a bit of a tutorial and we had um, a lot of success quickly and then a long gap of nothing. Um, it is one of the most frustrating and ex- uh, I would say exciting because when you start to see them you get excited and you think oh, oh, oh and then it's disappointment so it's like a range of emotions and what what frustrated me was reading people suggesting that there were some exploits and ways of making the transactional costs uh, cost more and I thought no you're not going to demean what these guys have done out there I spent I don't know maybe eight nine hours this week mining void opals and having a hard time hitting anywhere near the numbers i know that these guys put the hours in you're not talking eight or nine hours a a, a week they're talking eight or nine hours a day uh, if not more to reach some of these tight these totals i mean a spectacular effort uh, of players who are are doing things the the right way and the hard way um and as a result... Oh, yeah, I mean, this is this is the point. We we didn't do this from the start of the month, did we? We didn't do this when Void Opals were five times as easier to get as they are now, did we? We didn't do it with weeks and weeks to spare, did we? We did it with one week to spare and only one fragment for each abrasion that we did. That's just silly. You know, the, the interesting thing is I, I know the answer to this next question that I'm going to pose, which is to everyone that was involved. Um... So, can you keep that up for four weeks? <laughs> they did. I could barely keep it up for a week. Nope. <laughs> no. And well, that's the point. I'm not sure we'll have to for the next one. It, the thing is, it, we, it's done now. We got the first one, didn't we? Yeah, I suppose that's what you know. And if it, it should go to any faction. Um, it should have been uh, a faction, certainly a similar, you know, uh, closely uh, related to trucking or shipping stuff. Uh, so, I think... I think the right faction got it, and certainly you guys deserved it uh, above and beyond all possible imagination that you took to your ships. You dragged people along, you supported people when there was questions, there were answers. When new people came in, they were shown the ropes and helped. True, proper, proper, spectacular behaviour. And another one of those moments that causes um, a lot of the admin team to just sit there in a wee bit of disbelief and a silent pride that extends beyond the household. When you're out at the shops, you slip out because you're so proud of it that you kind of forget that people look at you like you're a freaking loony for saying, oh man, you should see what our guys are up to this week. It's amazing. 
So. Well, yeah. I mean, all all the, it's obviously not just our teams are amazing. It's his credit to all the all the other groups out there as well, who did their own amazing thing in their own amazing little way. So Hutton did their amazing thing, but there are a load of other groups of PWP commanders out there um, in their own squadrons or whatever else. And you know, everybody in season one's taken the bit between their teeth and not too unlike us flogged the dead horse and whatever else and done really really well so it's not just hutton commanders have had an epic sort of few weeks this last week has seen some massive effort across the board um team hotbox i mean they, they haven't quite got the numbers to be hitting the real big time here but they set themselves a mission um commander asylum mm. i mean you you're you're sort of a, a finger on the pulse a bit more than i am with team hotbox which they, they were going for a, a decent rating do, do you remember which of the categories it was so in? Essentially, they were just going for exploration. However, the, the guys the guys hit it really, really hard this week. There was a massive amount of effort putting in, people putting in sort of nine, ten hours a day, just honk, scoop, jump, honk, scoop, jump, which, as we all know, is a terrible way to do any kind of exploring, so it's not real exploring. And they were just smashing road to riches, all of them. Every so often, they'd stop, meet up on a planet, drive in an SRV for ten minutes, and then straight back to it. Um, so they've been absolutely smashing it, but um, yeah, it, they kind of needed a break last night. They said, okay, we are where we are, we need a break. They went off and did CQC, um, and starting from zero points, they ended up 10th in that as well. So, <laughs> so they, so really, they ended really up 10th in exploration, and they overtook Cannon, by the way, Yep. who are known for, I mean, they're not big explorers, but they certainly get out there quite a yep. lot. So 10th in exploration, they got 10th in um, CQC. I must admit, I did CQC on the PC side of things, and yeah, I jumped us from, uh, was it 61 to 41 in one, one session. Yeah, I think so, it was quite dramatic, because obviously they were all fighting each other, so the numbers were just exponential. It was great. Yeah, but, yeah we're, we're, thinking, we're thinking maybe of putting a couple of evenings. We haven't done one of our CQC evenings for a while, so we might, during the next season, have to put an evening or two aside for Hutton to go and do the thing as well. On purpose. On purpose, go and do CQC because it's just it's more relaxing than the other thing. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. So, um, if I take the first one, we're going to give congratulations to the Winged Hussars, and we're going to mention them a few times here because on on the PC, PC commanders, they actually get gold in combat. So they are the shootiest shooty people out there in the galaxy. Well done, Winged Hussars. I know. I think it was Rootsrat was um, saying he was immensely proud of his team. So, well done to the gold winners there. And? Uh, so, the silver is going to the Anti-Xeno Initiative. Obviously, they are doing a really good job at the moment. But, um, yeah, pumping those numbers in. Yeah, because, obviously, they get credit for both killing Thargoids and blowing things up at the same time. They do. And I, I do believe. know a couple of those guys. And they're really good guys. And they come to Fantasticon. Um, one of them even comes all the way over from Canada, which is great. One of them is even Gluttony Fang, who is a sort of part-time trucker, ex-code member as well. And as I think is it, there you go. Um, and they they really do bring the combat. And I think they were part of the team who managed to prevent the Thargoids killing everybody this yep. week as well. So they, well done. They put some massive numbers in. Yeah, silver award for them. And then, of course, knocked into third place was the Dead Horse. Well done, though, to the Dead Horse. You've yep. got 500 members in the squadron, and they all did a lot of combat between them, so well done. Moving on to CQC. Now, this is not a surprise, the Gold Award, is it? The CQC Discord? No, I would assume that they would probably be top, um, judging by their title, to be fair. Yeah, that's all they do. And then we had Pileus Libertas, which a, a Pileum is a spear, so it's the free spear, yeah. possibly. Um, we're in silver. Yeah, the bronze were the Wanderers of Witch Space. I've never heard of them, to be honest, but um, nope. quite a cool name. Uh, moving down to Exploration. Now, once again, completely not a surprise, Gold Warden and Exploration went to Fleetcom. Anybody who knows who Fleetcom are knows they are basically Distant Worlds 2. That's the Distant Worlds 2 private group, isn't it? And if they weren't top, there was something badly wrong. But going on from there, there's not just them. In the Silver Place, go on then. Silver Place is obviously Distant Worlds. And Bronze went to Distant Worlds too. But given between them, they've got a good chunk of 14,000 commanders. Yeah. I don't know how many are in their, uh, their squadrons. But yeah, that that is not surprising in exploration at all. Moving down to Political. This is one we were doing really well earlier on. But um, there are some shenanigans going on on this one. We're not going to call shenanigans because there's some legit shenanigans going on here. Because Gold Award went to our friend Rootsrat and the Winged Hussars. Yep. 
Silver were the Interstellar Communist Union. And Bronze, bronze was the Privateers Alliance EX, which is... There's a story behind this one. Privateers Alliance have two groups. One of them has everybody in it, and one of them's got one bloke. Nice. But the Winged Hussars, Privateers Alliance, a couple of others have worked out how to be top of these tables very cleverly. And um, I think the Winged Hussars had something like ten times our score, which was a bit leery. Significant. Yeah. Moving on to that word that we never mention. Mm, power play. Yeah. Go on then. Yep, so gold is the Federal Liberal Command. So it looks like the Federation have taken glory on this one. Yep. Um, and then, of course, silver was the Federal Republic Command. And bronze, uh, Ashling Wing Command. Now, Ashling, that name rings a bell. Yeah, I would guess um, that there's some blue hair involved somewhere in that. Is that Imperial? I, I don't know. I think the I think, true I think Imperials would probably... Anybody, anybody fill me in here. Litho Breaker, that's the kind of thing you know. Is Ashling an Imperial type? I believe so, yeah. I think she's a Duval, isn't she? She is indeed. I think she is, but I, I'm, I'm sure the true Imperials would probably argue, argue her allegiances, but... Um... Well, so I don't know what you had to do to get onto power play tables. I, I have no idea because we don't touch because we don't like um, our local power play representative because he's evil to us. But uh, well done to the Federation on beating the Empire this season. Obviously, trade, huzzah, it was us. Gold. Yeah, I've heard of them. Norbital truckers. I have heard yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we flogged the dead horse for silver place. And actually, we're really, really happy to see the Fatherhood uh, are in bronze yep. position. They're, they're, yep. a, they're a top bunch, and they're, they're very much a PWP uh, team like us. And they got some really good numbers in the last few days as well. If you look at where they were, they were pretty much where we were, about 74, 75 million, something like that. Maybe a little bit above, maybe 90, but they've put some big numbers in the last few days as well, so that's good. Yeah, and actually they're an equivalent size to Hutton. So in terms of the squadron, they're running at about 250, approximately the same as we are as well. So yeah. um, congratulations to Fatherhood in bronze. And then Zeno Defence. Yeah, now, This obviously. is not a surprise, is it? No, gold is obviously the anti-Zeno initiative. Silver is vampire ponies. Mm, bronze... <laughs> Bronze, this is my favourite. This is the favourite of my squadrons I've seen so far. Thargoid stole my sidewinder. <laughs> yeah, it's, we, we approve, simply because it's funny and we're hunting. Yep. Silly. So, I like silly. Uh, if there was a, an award handed out for sheer humour, Thargoid stole my sidewinder gets it in a big way. Obviously, that's on the PC, so we'll, go, we'll rattle through. If I'll take, um, We'll rattle through the Xbox ones as well. Um, there's a few done really well here as well. In combat, gold was taken by the Celestial Light Brigade, who did incredibly well across a number of headings, uh, followed by EXO, who uh, we know, and actually I think have been friends of ours a few times, and Astronauts International in bronze. If you want to take the CQC? Yep, the gold was the Bastogne private security firm. Um, silver was achievements. And bronze with the Pixel Bandit security forces, obviously. Ah, no, our favourite, well favourite. Well done, John Map. Yep, really our, our favourite bunch of bandits there. Um, and I think uh, John had a birthday this week. Happy, happy birthday, John. Yeah, that's a good present. It was a PBSF Pendragon, I think, is his uh, commander name. That's correct, yeah. Yeah, exploration. Now, once again, not a surprise, Fleetcom were in gold for an extra award. Uh, in silver was the Big Dipper. And bronze, Exo again. So, well done, exploration teams on Xbox. Yep, political, um, some familiar names here. Gold was Celestial Light Brigade again, well done to them. Silver was the Extras. Um, bronze was the Wind Hussars again, well done. Yeah, they seem to have swept the board on quite a few awards. I think their cockpits are full of hollow emitters of, of prizes. Um, over in the power play, we had FedEx, not to be confused with the delivery people that never deliver anything properly. Um, in gold place, uh, silver was Black Widow. That sounds ominous. And the Federal Liberal Command. So we got, a, I think, a pretty good sweep by the Federals in power play on the Xbox as well. Uh, yep. And uh, trade, we've got um, Raxler took the gold. Um, Leviathan Scout was silver. The Leviathan Scout Regiment. And the Celestial Light Brigade again took bronze. Well done for them. No sign of Hutton, though. Mm. Next time. Oh. Next time. We, we might have to fix that one. And Zeno Defence Gold was the Celestial Light Brigade again. They seem to be a very heavily active Xbox group. Um, Silver was The Hand, and Bronze was UD4 Orion Inc. So there we go. Uh, they're moving down to our PlayStation 4 teams. Now, we wish we had more PS4 commanders mm. from Hutton. We really do. 
I think we've we've got a handful. I think squadrons twenty five, something like that. It's it's not it's not a big squadron. I've, I think most are alternate accounts, aren't they? I think most are PC players that happen to have PS4s, and obviously we like throwing David Raven some money. So yeah. So in combat, gold was the Outer Space Pathfinder Guild. Silver was Distant Worlds Two. What? <laughs> what? Okay, I don't get that one. I don't, that one does not compute. And bronze was Pilot Syndicate Four. Maybe they've sent a defense force out. Again, not a surprise in CQC, though. Yep, CQC. Gold was the CQC Starfighters Corps. The silver was, again, the winged hussars. Well done. Great friends of ours. And Elite Hunters was bronze. Exploration, no surprise here. Gold, Distant Worlds 2. Silver, appropriately, was Greybeard Delta. And bronze was the Pilot Syndicate 4 again. Well done. That's two bronzes for them. Uh, Yep. Um, Political was uh, gold was the wing hussars again well done them again silver was the hive um bronze was the house of the rising cern i like that the house of the rising cern are also behind the scenes being friends of ours we've been helping them out with a few little bits on uh, on on platforms to do with the, the bgs and give a bit of advice so uh, we, we like them congratulations to cern power play Again, gold went to the Federation. Federal Liberal Command got gold. Silver went to Black Widow. And bronze went to the Praetorian Curiate Assembly, which strikes me as very, very Empire kind of name. Yeah, Praetorian Guard kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trade, gold went to the Misfits of SR. Silver was the Fatherhood. And bronze was one glod. I wonder yep. whether they one glodded their way to success there. Xeno <laughs> um, Defense, this is the last one on the list. Uh, gold went to the Outer Space Pathfinder Guild. Silver went to Independent Research. And Bronze went to Squadron 42. I thought that was from another franchise, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, might, it might just be a very, very clever name, that one. Then maybe they were just Squadron 57 when they made it or something. They were the 57th Squadron to be made or something. So they competed or themselves. Maybe there are 42 of them. <laughs> Anyway, but look, congratulations to all those other groups as well. I know it's a long list, but we've got to give credit to everybody in the first of the, the season's bit. So that, there, was some, there was some good battling going on for the positions there. Yeah. So congratulations to all those other player groups. And we all know it takes PWP to do pretty much all of these, so that's, that's great. That's the way the game's supposed to be. Okay. But we'll start with Litho Breaker. Litho Breaker, would you like to announce our 20th place commander? That would be Commander Hollow Moon. So, Commander Hollow Moon, you can get in touch with us. I took part at HuttonOrbital.com. We will also be posting this information up on the Facebook page and other places too. Silver Hutton Mug. Silver Hutton Mug. If you have a Hutton Mug already, then please do say yes. And if you want us to pass it on down to a worthy commander, there are a few below you who've got a billion that I'm sure would like one. Now, uh, number 19, uh, Commander Deadmeat. That would be you. Woohoo! I thought I'd lend a hand. No, I've got a mug. I don't count. Silver hot mug. And that would be going down. So somebody below 20 may well be getting my hot mug. There you go. The next one up, uh, Commander Flossy. Next one is Time Raider. With 1.38 billion credits. Time Raider, could you get in touch? It's not a name I recognise. Silver Um, hot mug. There you go. Um, And who's next on the list to announce one? Is it? Is it? Who's that? It's me now. Oh, Asylum. Asylum, you can do the next one. Uh, number 17, Verloran, with 1.4 billion credits. 14099. Silver Hutton Mug. I'm just going to go for all of them. A cuddly toys next. Yep. <clears throat> and then the Bush Hog, with 1.45 billion credits. Jeez. Silver Hutton Mug. You'll go, Cal. Oh, Michael. And then we have uh, Fruity, who really did indeed help people find these. Uh, Void opals and maybe sacrificed his private fishing grounds. Um, so to Commander oh. Fruity with your 1.488 billion credits raised on profits, silver hut and mug. Then Litho Breaker, do you want to take the next one? <laughs> that would be Commander, I've got to work out how to pronounce this, um, Litho Breaker. I think it's pronounced Litho. Okay, Litho Breaker. Neither breaker. I definitely with, didn't work this out, so you got that one at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, Lithobreaker, breaker, have you got a hat and mug? Uh, I have, yes. Oh dear. Well, S- there are alternative prizes available. Hang on a sec. Have you already got an alternative hat and prize? Um, I think I owed one. But, um, <laughs> which alternative are you talking about? 
Well, it, so are, are you? Are you? Um, is yours feeling the wear and tear, or are you? Are you passing yours on down? No, I'll pass my mug on down. It's absolutely pristine, sitting on a shelf, glowing down at me. Letho's old okay, coffee, well, we, isn't he? He's old coffee. Yeah, definitely old coffee. <laughs> well, it's now coffee and something, I think. Ooh. Well, definitely coffee. I've got a bad case of mods at the moment, so. Now, the, the next one on our list, um, Commander Flossie. Now, I, I know this person had been after earning a Hutton mug for ages and ages oh. and ages and ages. And I can't remember whether he had previously earned one. He has not. Yes, it was uh, Rincewind Cymru. Oh, um, I wasn't sure if he won one in the when we did the CGs. I'm not sure. I was sure Ooh. I was chatting to him the other night, and I'm sure he said he does not have one, and he has been striving to get one for a long time. Oh, well, yeah, this, this is a Hutton trucker, I think, who has been after one legit, you know, not just winning one randomly, but earning one as well. And if that's the case, then we would, you know, definitely, definitely not be happier than just giving Winswin Cymru a silver Hutton mug. So next on the list, Mr. Deadmeat. In fact, I don't have to introduce you. You know your order now. So go on then, take take the next one, and we'll just rattle on through. It's the marvelous Antares Fusion. Amazing silver hot mug. I think you may have one as well. One point seven eight seven billion. No, one point. Yeah, one point seven eight seven billion. That's great. <clears throat> okay, we're in the eleventh position now, and uh, I get the honour of announcing the first person to get two point one billion, and that is Rumpini. Unbelievable silver Hutton mug. Oh, we're getting close. Right, uh, I think it's me next, and I'm going to give Duckface one. <laughs> okay. For <laughs> two point five billion credits. That's an expensive silver Hutton mug. Um, I think it's me now. And then uh, next, of course, is the wonderfully vocal and keeping everyone updated and moving in the right direction. Commander Claire Helen, congratulations with your 2.664 billion, earning you a silver hot mug. Oh, Rincewind Kimroot is pointing on the fact that he's got a mug and it, it could be pass it on. So that's another one going oh, nice. Is anyone keeping a log of the passing downs at the moment? So at no. the moment it's... It's me and Litho and Rincewind have said yes to passing down. So we've got three bonus ones. <clears throat> and I, oh, I understand that, uh, hang on a second, Commander Hollow Moon already has a mug as well. So that's four people below this number list getting Hutton mugs. Look at that. I'm pretty sure that Time Raider is Infinite Dreamer as well. So, Well, we'll have to check. Um, right, oh, it's me now. No, I, I, I was with Duckface. No, I think it's you Flossy with... next. Oh, Flossy. Yep. Okay, uh, Psycon next with 2.68 billion credits. Oh my goodness, silver hot mug! And then we're into the three billions, so the three billion and 63 million, etc. And that's Steve Axe. Next, uh, just above that, 3.082 million is Soxus. Um, now we have we have we have a, a special stewards inquiry on this one. That we'll mention at the end about Soxus. But okay. I'm not mentioning it now. But you did. Well done for not mentioning it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's um, you, to get, you to do this one, David. Good. Oh, dear. You know, dick's enormous. Can I just put a very small point on this? Bearing in mind, dick's enormous, as of last Monday, I believe it was, this was a brand new account. He came over from Xbox, um, from the Fellowship of the Wing, and that was a brand new account as of last Monday. Wow, it's a very wealthy brand new account. So congratulations, Dixie. Do we know well. who Dixie? We know who Dixie is. Dixie's not one of our old school regulars. This is a no. new pilot to us. Um, yeah, he's been hanging around with Xbox for quite a, with Hotbox for quite a while now. But um, he is um, essentially a fairly full time trucker now, I believe. Well, he's got so, himself silver out mug. Right, we're now into the we're now into the so the beginning to get to the top tier. So who's announcing the next one? Is it me now? I think you know, I did meet Foz. Yeah, it's probably me announcing the next one. Um, so, in fourth place, with 5.29 billion credits, it's Attilus Regulus. Gold! Gold! <coughs> gold Hutton mug. A gold Hutton oh, mug for Attilus gold. Regulus. Congratulations. Five billion credits. That, that deserves something. You know, that's just above and beyond <laughs> craziness. Okay, and then uh, Litho, do you want to announce the next one? That would be Commander Asylum with 5.36 billion credits. Go! 
Now, we, we've heard this name before, Asylum, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. Has anybody met this Asylum fella? I'm struggling not to cry at the moment, so... <laughs> yes, that is a gold hut and mug for our very own <coughs> Commander Asylum, also known as Building, here on the radio show. You've just got yourself a gold hut and mug. Thank you very much. Woohoo! And then you get to... No, hang on a second. Flossie gets to announce the second place. In second place... I hope I pronounced this right. Suavos with 5.545 billion credits. Gold! Hot mug. And uh, uh, now this is this this next one is outrageous. Yeah. Those cups at the top of this board are well worth it. So the I, I think this is this has got to, this has got to have mugs and things to put in it as well for this one. I don't know what you how how Definitely. you acknowledge the yeah the efforts involved and. Staying awake long enough to make that much in a week. <laughs> yeah, she she pushed so hard. This so the top prize goes to Funky Abigail at seven point one million credits. In fact, I'm going to read a billion, the whole thing out. Million, I, sorry, million, billion. I'm going to read billion the whole thing day. out because it's worth it. Seven billion one hundred million twenty six thousand seven hundred ninety nine credits. What an incredible feat that was. She could have got the extra credit to make it a nice round 800. Oh, no, I, yeah, we should have messaged her. <laughs> Take one bit of bio waste over to Hutton. Funky Abigail well, so is in the Twitch chat. Congratulations, and you have got yourself a well-deserved gold Hutton mug yeah. and uh, whatever else we can think of. And I will say that I think that she genuinely pushed myself, Attilius, and Suavis on as well because trying to, trying to keep up with her was just so hard. Every time we drop sort of 400 million... She'd spank in another two or three hundred million there and then, and just like, oh, God, I just that can't represents, yeah, ten percent of the void opals yeah. delivered through the whole week. It was an incredible in one effort. commander. I mean, that's that's outrageous. So, congratulations! <laughs> Can you not put it like that? What? <laughs> Can you not put it like that? I don't okay. think they were in the commander. <laughs> no, no. <coughs> oh dear! You know what I mean. That's yeah. It's one in one in ten of the credits and one in ten of the void opals. Where yeah, we're right. from Funky Abigail. So thank you very much. Without yeah. that, I think we without that contribution, I think we'd have been in second. Oh god, e easily. Yeah. Well, I don't know actually. No, but it would have been too close. Oh, no. It could have sparked a, a return. If you've heard your names on that list, please drop an email to I took part at huttonorbital dot com with the subject going for gold winner and give us your your um, your name and if you've already got one of the bugs let us know and we'll pass that down the list if you haven't we'll try and get these out to you as soon as possible it's probably i'm not going to get any out tomorrow but i will try and get them out at the beginning of next week and obviously what we'll do is anybody we're going to have to wait because anybody who says no i've got one please pass it down we're going to have to go through the list so the remaining commanders el masri ldsk okay eros Meglung, falco took ftm mustang and shardum also got over the billion credits so they're going to be uh, next in the list now the stewards inquiry we understand that Commander Hollow Moon and Commander Soxus is actually the same person. So this commander managed to get two in the top 20, over a billion credits. Which gives them... Let's have a look. Um, tam, 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 tam. What are they adding that up? 1.3... 4.4 oh, billion credits. Ooh. Right. Now, well, Steward's Inquiry. Maybe we'll give them a half and half. Do, do we think... Well, the other one that we're going to admit is their nickname around the bar is Snuggles. Oh. And if you know who that is, then... Oh, does that affect your decisions? No, not really, but it's too close to be... Um, I mean, when you're looking at this sort of Dick's Enormous, uh, or you're looking at the Enormous Dicks, uh, at number five at three billion, uh, and then we've got one that's clearing, what, four, four and a bit billion, about, almost at four and a half. Um... Yeah, let's see. One, two, three, four, f five hunting, gold hunting mugs. That's no big issue, is it? No, no, we'll stick another one in. So, if the, yeah, are you sure about the steward's inquiry, though? Uh, well, the steward's inquiry, we, we have done an investigation. Alvin has been sniffing around, and he can confirm the smell from the flight suit is the same uh, for Hollow Moon and Soxus. Well, then. And it, Snuggles. It needs to be a gold hunting mug. A gold hunting mug! Uh, for snuggles. 
Oh, hang on a second. We also have another one coming through that apparently um, Commander Duckface is an anagram. An an definitely an anagram. Yep. I'm not repeating what it's an anagram of. You're going to have to work that one out yourself. And I believe that is also known as Commander Bam. Ah, well, we know Bam, Bam, Wham, Bam. It's not an anagram. No, apparently it's definitely not an anagram. Rupini also has a mug. We're now going to keep track of this. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> okay. We're just going to give mugs away. Lots of mugs. <coughs> and and those who have given mugs away, we're not going to neglect you. We'll come up with something as well. So do do send us a message, even if you did get one and you have got one, just so we know that you're you and we can send you something. There you go. Perfect. Now... Doesn't it feel good to give these away? There's just... Something else with regards to what was going on over um, before this little uh, going for gold project landed and distracted everybody and then attracted everybody to go and get stuck in. Um, because as these things do, they grow momentum and everyone goes, what are you doing? Oh, I want to do that too. And everyone jumped and dropped what they did. But there was a number of things going on before that that are worthy of note as well. I'm not sure if you're well, moving no, before on to that, yeah. Well, there's, I've been I've been asked the the one that I've written in the notes. Don't forget the I've been asked by that team to hang on for a bit and right. not mention that yet. Okay. So those guys and, and Mr. Shouty has just sent us a message saying, "No, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, save that." Okay. But then there's the one in the notes here. These other these other names here for the other special recognition. All oh, right. Yeah, that one. Right, <coughs> so um, hand in hand with the um, Hutton Goes for Gold, obviously the Xbox team were doing their thing too. And we have had a number of names sent to us for special recognition for services rendered to Elvin Ooh. from Team Hotbox. So do you, do you want to announce some... Go on, you can take these ones. Okay, sure, no problem. Well, we're going to start um, with Silver... Uh, hot and mugs, so silver hot mugs will be going on their merry way to Commander Madur with 207 million credits of exploration data. Uh, we'll have another silver going to Commander Short Engineer 78 with 211 million. Uh, a nice silver hut and mug to Commander Shawside for 250 million credits worth of exploration data. And a gold hut and mug going to Commander Marco 2612 for a stonkingly huge 315 million credits worth of exploration data. Now that's the frisky hippo, isn't it? Marco 2612. It certainly is. So yeah, if you've got if you've got a silver hut mug, you're allowed to take your gold hut mug as well. It's 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 like a medal, yep. an extension. <laughs> well, there we go. Congratulations to the hotbox team. Obviously, not as many because he didn't hit top, 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 top tier. But we're going to recognise everybody for the effort they did put in to get their uh, get their slot. And it was uh, on recommendation from other commanders that those names were put on the list as well. So um, this was this was the Hutton community actually recommending these people for awards. Yeah, and we do want to know if there's people out there that were absolutely pivotal and made your involvement in these projects so much better than it could have been had it not been for them being there, then let us know. We want to know. Right. I took part at hutnorbital.com. Nominate whoever you want. We'd love to hear from you. And, of course, we've got some Hutton um, decals for everybody who took part because we did make that promise. We was the top 30 originally, but we did say everybody who made a contribution to this event on the PC team. So I've got 83, I think, squadron members to give Hutton decals to. Yay, that's going to take me a while. <laughs> <coughs> so if you go to hot.forthemug.com slash cmdrprofit.php and you see your name on the left-hand list there, one of the 83 commanders that took part, please do message me by the Facebook, see me in-game, hassle generally, and I will work through the list and make sure everybody on that list has... That's an orbital radio. If you think death is unpleasant, just wait till you die. It's flashing. It's flashing. It's flashing. It's flashing. And the community goes. Hello.
Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. This week's CGs are exploration data for research centre and commodities for research centre. Dr Roy Casimir of the Holloway Bioscience Institute has announced a research centre focusing on new life forms discovered by the galactic community. The development of the Codex has led to a number of xenological discoveries. Our aim is to construct a dedicated scientific facility to an analyse these incredible life forms. We therefore request quantities of cobalt, indium and tantalum to be delivered to Williams Vision in the Naha Oru system. In addition, we ask pilots to provide us with exploration data, which will form the core of our xenological research catalogue. The Nahu Aru Crimson Bridge Int has agreed to fund the initiative and reimburse contributing pilots. The initiative begins on the 7th of February and will run for up to one week. And that's this week's CG News. Not an orbital radio. Where all the sexy people go, and anacondas sell for 100 credits. Galnet News Digest, 7th of February, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Mahan slaps down president after Empire jibe. Xena Research Base in naming mix-up. Augmented reality comeback predicted. Metalheads triumph in trade. Mahan slaps down president after Empire jibe. Prime Minister Edmund Mahan of the Alliance of Independent Systems has reminded President Kincaid to stay within his brief after Kincaid spoke out about the recent civil war in the Empire. Kincaid had been speaking about how instability in other powers could threaten the Alliance, and he cited Nova Imperium as an example. Had they succeeded in overthrowing Emperor Levigny Duval, Kincaid said he was sure they would have abandoned the fight against the Thargoid menace. He claimed it was vital that the Alliance should redouble its military preparedness against attack, whether from human or alien aggressors. The Prime Minister suggested that Kincaid should concentrate on behind-the-scenes diplomatic efforts, saying that the instability within the Empire was none of the Alliance's business. Tension between the two Alliance leaders is now palpable, but it remains to be seen whether Kincaid chooses to stand up to the Prime Minister. Xena Research Base in Naming Mix-Up The Holloway Bioscience Institute hopes to establish the galaxy's premier Xena Research Centre in the Nahuaru system to poke with a sharp stick interesting forms of alien life and see what happens. In addition to exploration data, the Institute has appealed for building materials in the form of tantalum, a highly corrosion-resistant metal, indium, a soft metal with a very low melting point, and cobalt, a metal used to create wear-resistant, high-strength alloys. The Institute appears to have forgotten to include steel or aluminium on its shopping list, so the resulting research base may need to be created out of direct sunlight, so that it doesn't melt. This is the first time in two years that exploration data has been sought in such a way. The last occasion was the Federation and Children of Raxler appeals for data pertaining to the Formidine Rift, the Conflux and Hawking's Gap in January 3303. Prior to that, there were several appeals in 3302. It might be seen as mildly inconvenient that just when their services are needed, 13,000 of the galaxy's finest explorers are right now heading directly away from the site of this appeal towards Beagle Point on the Distant Worlds 2 expedition. 
The Institute's need for accurate mapping data is highlighted by their inability to get the name of their own system right. In their press release, they call Nahuaru, Naharu. We all know that's just Uvavu. Augmented Reality Comeback Predicted Supertech CEO Scorpio Devoro has praised angel investor Lexi October for the funds to continue developing the technologically advanced wearable holographic torque user interface, claiming that the company's future was now secure. Perhaps we will, after all, be able to try out wearable personal computers when we get out of our pilot seats much sooner than we had thought. Metalhead's triumph in trade. The Hutton Orbital truckers have been accused this week of cheating in their successful campaign to seize gold in the first inter-squadron house cup. The truckers came from behind in the last week of the campaign to sweep past a rotting dead horse, ending up with more than 150 billion credits in trading profits during the season. In the last week alone, the truckers claim to have mined and sold more than 44,000 void opals, with 27 truckers exceeding 1 billion credits in takings in a single week, and their most dedicated miner chalking up profits in excess of 7 billion credits. The only way this could possibly be achieved, claim the detractors, is if the high-performing truckers were in fact high on the illegal drug Onionhead the whole time. The victorious truckers were awarded a gold bobblehead medal, making the medalhead moniker even more appropriate. In related news, the Celestial Light Brigade Xbox medalheads won three golds and a bronze in Season 1. The Winged Hussars, of course, won about 50. Season 2 has already started. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news, so you don't have to. Eddie Lee Wise here. Our family-run business looks after all your sartorial needs. Whether you need something to turn your pink python purple, or you want to wrap your buns up in a nice tight flight suit, Millsburn Ken can sort you right out. He's an expert at inside leg, and my wife Barb's is a whiz with a sewing machine. Bespoke tarting for you and your ship. Visit Eddie and Sons, plus my daughters, at Lave Station. Right, sir. Cough, please. Yeah. 
Scotty there, truckers. This old buck naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as watching Super Bowl 53. That's four hours of my life I'll never get back. Even the commercials sucked. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping around like them horny old rabbits in a field, Commander Stivy took the lead with just about 36,500 light years jump. Tearing up the Don's pithy pirates this week is Commander Happy Shrapnel with 14.3 million credits earned and accounted for. Glad to see new names up on this week's list. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Dixie Normass <laughs> with 390 mission points earned. I don't think Dixie's mama had both oars in the water when she named her, but hey, congrats anyway, Dixie. Hauling cargo like a hunting trucker auto, Commander Antarius Fusion transported and sold exactly 300,000 tons this week. If he were trying to be any more perfect, he'd use a ruler to plant onion head on his farm. Driving the hunting taxi this week, Commander Wingnut English transported a measly 617 passengers round the galaxy. I understand Commander Wingnut Russian would have transported more, but he kept getting into accidents. The Wingnut American was too busy filing his tax return to transport anyone anywheres. And Wingnut Polish couldn't get his donkey to back out of the hangar. And Wingnut Pearson had to put his life on hold to wait for the delivery man. And even then, he must have been waiting at the wrong house. And I could go on, but I'll stop for now. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is hailed by Commander Litho Breaker in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 9 seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of February was done by Commander LCU No Fool Like One in 1 hour, 30 minutes, and 6 seconds. You think you got what it takes to beat these scores? Well, download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy. They come with a free Alvin plushie. <laughs>